0: Hi, this is Robert Plotkin from Blue Shift IP. The following podcast was recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic, and that's why you won't hear any mention of the virus or its impact in this podcast. We will be creating podcasts and other content to address the impact of COVID-19 on patent strategies. In the meantime, we hope that you and your colleagues, friends, and families are safe and well, and we hope that you find this podcast useful. This is the Software Patent Podcast by BlueShift IP. Welcome to the Software Patent Podcast by BlueShift IP, an easy-to-understand series of episodes that focuses on tailoring patents to your business's goals. I'm your host, Robert Plotkin, a software patent attorney, computer scientist, and one of the founding partners at BlueShift IP, a US patent law firm specializing in software patents. This is episode 2 of our deep dive series on artificial intelligence or AI. In this four-part series, we'll be looking at AI and discussing how to understand patentability of AI innovations. Today I'm going to focus on how artificial intelligence is enabling inventors to make their wishes come true and the impact of that on patent law. Now to understand what I mean when I say that AI can make inventors' wishes come true, uh, that's a metaphor. So let's take a simple example in which an inventor wants to invent a more powerful spring for a mousetrap. Now traditionally, before AI... That inventor would need some training in physics or experience in mechanical engineering in order to understand how springs work and would need to understand the properties of different types of metals that could be used to make springs and so on. That inventor might start by analyzing springs and existing mousetraps to identify what they do well and what they don't do well, might study some existing spring designs That inventor might look at springs in other types of devices, such as scales and mattresses and door handles, to get some ideas for features that might work well in a mousetrap spring. Then the inventor would start to come up with ideas for a new spring, often using some combination of sketching out potential designs on paper, or maybe using CAD software, doing some calculations, using knowledge of physics in order to make predictions about how that spring would perform in the real world, maybe even do some tinkering with existing physical springs in the real world. And then after all of this experimentation, design, brainstorming, or maybe as part of it even, the inventor would build one or more physical prototypes of the spring, would put it into an existing mousetrap or potential new mousetrap, and then test the spring within the mousetrap under real-world conditions to see how well it works. Perform some experiments, in other words, on this potential new spring. And then the inventor would use what he or she had learned from those experiments to modify the design to make it better, iterate over and over with different designs in this way, possibly as a result, might even throw out the original design, go back to the drawing board if that first spring really didn't work well, and then modify it and try again and do the whole process over again. And this process of research, evaluation, design, construction, and testing could go on for a very long time and take a lot of effort. In fact, Thomas Edison famously reported having tested fibers from over 6,000 different plants when inventing the incandescent light bulb over 100 years ago. And that is probably why he said Again, very famously, that genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Because so much effort, experimentation, testing of different possibilities has just been a staple of the inventive process throughout history. But fast forward to today, and we see that AI is automating very significant parts of this process. And as a result, inventors now who are using AI to assist in the inventive process can focus much more of their time being inspired and much less of their time perspiring. So I like to say that AI is flipping Edison's equation of 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration on its head. In particular, just imagine if Edison were alive today trying to invent a light bulb and come up with a good filament. He could, instead of testing all of those plant fibers, he could create a database of the electrical and thermal properties of various types of plant fibers and feed that information into some AI software. And then he could program the AI to simulate pumping electricity into each of these different types of plant fibers in a circuit and simulate the amount and type of light that would be produced by those different fibers in the circuit as a result. And the AI could do its best to tell Edison which fibers would likely perform better than others in the real world. And as a result, in this example, you can see that Edison could really focus on providing the inspiration along with some hard data into the AI and leave it to the AI to perform most of the grunt work of performing the detailed experiments on hundreds, maybe thousands of plant fibers. Now, of course, I am simplifying things to make a point, and things do are not always that simple. Today's inventors often still need a lot of knowledge of physics and also in computer programming. There often needs to be some real world experimentation because simulators can be far from perfect and so on. But the key point, which is valid, is that AI can automatically generate simulated prototypes for new inventions test those simulations without necessarily having to build them in the real world, evaluate the results of those simulated tests, and then modify the prototype designs and repeat the process automatically. And AI can do this increasingly accurately and definitely thousands, maybe even millions of times faster than a human inventor ever could. And this not only makes the inventive process faster and less expensive, it also eliminates a lot of work for the human inventor. And furthermore, it shifts some of the skills that the human inventor needs in order to be successful at inventing. In the age of AI, it's much less important for the inventor to know how to physically build and test prototypes. And it's more important for the inventor to know how to describe the requirements for a successful invention. In the case of a spring, that spring in the mousetrap we talked about, this might involve, for example, writing a description in a language that AI can understand— indicating that the AI should maximize, let's say, the speed with which the spring contracts and minimize the weight and cost of the spring's materials. Now, again, this is an oversimplification, but the key point is that the job of the inventor in the age of AI is shifting to focus more and more on describing the kind of result that the invention should achieve and less on how the invention should achieve that result. Figuring out the how is increasingly the job of the AI. It's a lot like when a manager or a business owner instructs a team of inventors to design a new version of the company's product and says, hey, make something smaller, faster, less expensive than the current version, and then leaves it up to the team to figure out how to make that happen. And that's why I said that today's AI is enabling inventors to make their wishes come true. You can think of what today's inventors are increasingly doing with AI as akin to writing a wish for the invention that they want the AI to create, and then handing that wish over to the AI to make the wish come true by figuring out the details of the invention by designing, testing, and evaluating simulated prototypes. And all of this has very significant implications for patent law, and I won't be able to go into all of them here today, but one of them is that AI often can generate not just one, but a very large number of inventions based on a single description provided to the AI by the human inventor. And some of those inventions may be better than others, The mere fact that AI can generate such a large number of inventions creates the possibility that a single inventor or company can obtain a much larger number of patents for a particular type of product more quickly than in the past. Historically, when a new field of technology opened up, it took some time for many different inventors to come up with different ways of solving Problems in that field. And all of them could obtain patents on different approaches to solving the problem because there was some time that passed while many people were working on trying to solve the same problem. And this situation encouraged competition and imposed some practical limit on the extent to which a single person or company could lock up and obtain all of the key patents in a particular new field. I think AI has the potential to change this or shift it by enabling someone to use AI to generate a wide variety of inventions for solving the same problem very quickly and to obtain patent protection for all of those different variations before competitors even have a chance to enter the fray. In recent decades, we have seen product cycles go from years to quarters to months even, And AI has the potential to shorten the length of the development cycle even more significantly. So much so, so that there isn't sufficient time for competitors to innovate and obtain their own patents before someone else already has. So for those companies seeking to obtain patents to protect their innovations and defend themselves against competitors... This situation magnifies the incentive to leverage AI to innovate rapidly and to file patent applications for AI-generated inventions as quickly as possible in order to beat their competitors to the punch. And the resulting patents that come out of that have the potential to be extremely broad, covering a wide range of products and services. And in this way, those patents have the potential to block competitors from competing to an extent that was rarely possible before AI was being used to innovate. In short, this creates a situation in which the first company to innovate in a new field or to solve a new problem has the potential to take home a huge amount of patent protection and to leave its competitors out in the cold. But obtaining that kind of broad, sweeping patent protection requires more than just the technical knowledge of how to use AI to invent. The reason for that is that obtaining a patent that will successfully cover a wide variety of inventions generated using AI requires special expertise in software patents and in AI patents in particular. Attempting to write and obtain a patent that covers this type of invention without that kind of expertise will likely result either in the patent application being rejected or in the resulting patent being much narrower than it could be, or that it has the potential to be, which could leave the door open to competitors obtaining patents that you as the patent owner could otherwise have blocked them from obtaining. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Software Patent Podcast. Our next episode, which I'll host as well, covers how AI enables inventors to create inventions that they, the inventors themselves, do not understand. If you're using AI to invent in your business and want to talk about obtaining strong, broad, and defensible patents for those inventions, please contact us directly at blueshiftip.com. And please join us next time on the Software Patent Podcast. The Software Patent Podcast by BlueShift IP is hosted by me, Robert Plotkin, and Cynthia Gilbert, who are software patent attorneys and the founding partners of BlueShift IP, the software patent experts. The Software Patent Podcast is produced by Jenny Media. For all software patent inquiries, please visit blueshiftip.com.